Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out www.nhte.net. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to be on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Vienna, Austria. My guest is a singer, songwriter, and guitar player who this May released his 12th album, the second with his Schrägged Out band, plus he has written lyrics and music for numerous other releases. Born in Scotland but raised in Canada, he creates music that spans numerous genres from rock to Cajun to Celtic to blues and even folk. In addition to there in Austria, he still does perform in Canada. You've been hearing a song of his entitled Crazy World. It's my pleasure to welcome to now hear this entertainment, Lionel Lodge. Hello. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Lionel. to be here. Yeah, thanks very much for doing this. I know that it's evening right now in Vienna, so I appreciate you. Yeah, it's around 9 o'clock. It's a comfortable time. Well, I, I appreciate you taking time out of your night to talk to me. Yeah, no problem pleasure thanks for having me actually sure let's start off lionel by having you tell the listeners all about the song that was just playing that i was talking over called crazy world okay that that one yeah, it's on the new album and it's the most rock thing on the album and it actually i wrote started writing that when i was 22 wow. and then it got put aside for a long time and then a family member showed up at a family wedding with a little suitcase of cassettes that I'd left in England about a decade or so before. I, I love the story and, already. Keep going. <laughs> and, and it was, I went through the cassettes, and it was one of the songs on there, and I'd totally forgotten about it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. and wow. so I pulled it out and went, oh, yeah, that's all right. Let's, let's record that one. <laughs> so it was finished. You, you listened to it on the cassette, and it was finished. It wasn't kind of uh, actually, a rough idea. no. It was, now it's like a social song, Crazy World, right? It was a bit of a sort of a, it was a relationship song before. And so I changed the words. Okay. Everything else is okay. the same. Wow. Some of the, verse, some of the verses are the same. But uh, yeah. melody, instrumentation, every, everything was, for all intents and purposes, kept, kept intact? Yeah. Wow. yeah. I mainly changed the choruses. I, the first two verses were exactly the same. Wow. That's a really great story. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you chose that as the song for us to play at the beginning to, to, and so that we could talk about it because that's, that's really fascinating. I don't know if, if in a, this, is, this is episode 132. I don't know if, if I've heard a story like that one yet on, on my show. So I like it. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. It, it, that was a great day, though, when they showed up with those cassettes because there was a few songs. There's a couple songs from my last album that, that came from that suitcase. Yeah, you read my mind. I was just going to ask you, were there any others that you went, oh, this, this one too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there, there was a few. And, and there, there's still others in there. And it, it was great just going through it. You know, it was, it was rehearsals and writing and live stuff from 93, 94. 
So what was going on in your life in in 93 at the age of 22, it sounds like? That, I wasn't that, 22 at that time. Oh, I, I had oh. written that song earlier, but I, it got on, in, on one of the cassettes I was doing with a band in England. And I was living in, in England. I had left Canada. And I had this three-piece rock band, and I was playing electric bass and singing. Hmm. Well, yeah. that's that's a unique find for sure. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 far to to me. It's it's uh, far more valuable than finding a photo album and saying, "Wow, look at this picture." Okay, great. I forgot about that one. Turn the page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it was there was a whole bunch of stuff I had just forgotten about songs that I, I went. Oh my god, yes, now I remember this one. <laughs> And it saved you a bunch cool. of new work. <laughs> it did. It did. It did. And it also back then with, with the band I had in, in England, we were almost sort of punkish. So everything was upbeat. Everything was fast. Everything was sort of pushing a little more, right? And so it was cool to have these songs I could pull out with the band I had in Canada, which is also a rock band. And I could pull out a couple of songs from there. And it seemed like, okay, this was very fitting. I'm not such, you know, I'm, I'm 53 years old right now. And so I, it was refreshing young stuff that mm-hmm. impressed the band. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lionel, anyhow, uh, congratulations on your new album. It's a 12-song release called Human Heart. Uh, give the listeners some insights on this newest release of yours. Okay, well, this was recorded in Vienna with my Schwegdale band. And it was a uh, funny thing. There's a bit of a story about the name of the album and the title song. So I, 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 I have dreams, musical dreams, and I write sometimes in my dreams. And one day I was having this store one night, I was having a dream. I was at um, an arcade fire concert and up on the stage was a radio DJ that was giving some sort of an announcement. And the d- DJ, I was in the audience and the DJ recognized me and pointed at me and spoke in the microphone and said, hey, everybody, Lionel Lodge is here. And, he, and the DJ said, your new album, Human Heart, is the best album I've heard all year. Wow. And I hadn't thought of recording at that point. I wasn't sure if I was, when I was going to record again. And I woke up going, well, that's great news. <laughs> I'm going to record a great album called Human Heart. And people are going to really like it. Excellent. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I was starting to, to anticipate you saying... That you that a song idea or or perhaps the title track came to you in a dream. We've we've had guests on the show before that have said, "Oh, the lyrics came to me in a dream," and, and I got up and. But uh, w- w- was that yeah, the it case? Did. It, it did. did. About two weeks later, after wow. that dream of naming the album, I had a dream. Wow! It was I, I. I over the years, I've taught myself to wake up. Like I realize I'm writing in my dreams. I play piano. And I don't really play piano in real life, right? but I play very good piano in my dreams. And I realize I'm writing a song and I realize I'm dreaming. And I wake myself up and I go to my computer and I record it. And I sing it and I try to figure out the chords and write down the words. And I, the title song, Human Heart, was about four or five different dreams one morning. I kept going back to bed. And then I dreamed the chorus. And I go back to bed and dream the next verse. And I go back to bed and dream the bridge. Mm. Yeah, Amazing. and then I woke up after I went back to bed and stopped dreaming about it. I slept for a bit and woke up and looked at it and thought, hmm, 
That's not bad, actually. <laughs> That's not bad. I'm going to go back to sleep and see what else is in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes it take, takes the, uh, away a lot of the, the work part of songwriting when you can just do it that way. But I don't do all my songs that way by any means. Yeah. Um, listeners, go back and check out episode 109 with Christina Godet. This is, uh, I'm challenging myself. If you're a regular listener of the show, you know what a crazy mental Rolodex I have of past episodes, but something is moving me to say that that's the one that really stands out where the guest was talking about a story similar to Lionel's about uh, a song idea coming to them in a dream and jumping up and writing it down. Um, yeah. Since- well, you know, I think, I think it's, I, I used to work construction, right? And if I used to dream about drywalling, hmm. um, you know, in my dream, because I did it so much. I, in my dream, I was drywalling for wow. Jesus sake. But, um, <laughs> and so I think, I think it's just getting it so much into the subconscious mind, focusing on something so much that you, it ends up coming into your dreams. Mm-hmm. And then for me, a lot of times that there's sort of topics that I'm thinking about. And then that gets into my mind enough that it comes together in a dream. Well, and not to mention the fact that you've been in music for... Uh, all, all my life. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I think I'm safe to say more than 30 years. Yeah, 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 more than 30 years. Yeah. It was actually, the first time I was on stage was, uh, what, what is that, 35 years ago? Wow. I think the first time in a band playing on stage. I'd done little things as a kid on stage before that, but in, in a band, yeah, 35 years ago. Yeah, so it would it would stand to reason that you're probably going to have some dreams the likes of those that you're describing for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's I, it's it's all I, music is my whole life, right? It's what I focus on. It's what I do, and so this is yeah, That's it terrific. creeps into many things. <laughs> well, since this show is now up to 118 countries around the world where it has gotten listeners from, I would like it if you could tell oh. them who is in your band. Because certainly there will be people that will listen to this particular episode of Now Hear This Entertainment because they know who Lionel Lodge is and they want to hear what you have to say. But for those that are just being introduced to you for the first time, uh, tell the listeners, Lionel, who is in your band, meaning the names of the members as well as what they play, but then also the origin of the name Schrage Doubt Band. Okay, sure. That's a good story, too. That's, okay, so uh, the band, actually, this band I play with here in Vienna, the Schrage Doubt Band, I, I feel very honored to have these people playing with me, and they're they're all far better musicians than I am. And that, that's the truth. And I've managed to collect together a group of players that are like-hearted to me, and they have a natural love of music and a natural love of what they're doing with their life, and so it, it's, the whole thing's very enjoyable. Um, the band actually came together in a cafe called the Schrag Cafe. And Schrag is a Viennese slang word for slightly bent, not quite straight, a little skewed. And we did a year and a half of sessions on Thursday evenings where we would just huddle around the piano and just play together. And the band slowly collected. Some players came and then they didn't come back again. And a bit slowly, some stuck and we got this thing. And after a year and a half, we had a, it's a seven-piece band now. And the the players. So first of all, there was there was Peter Beinhofer, and Peter, a wonderful guy. He's an accordion player. He's also a great keyboard player, and he does a lot of the backing vocals on the album. And 
She is in a band called ba- Bali Cotton. All the members of my band have their own mm. projects as well. Mm-hmm. Right? They, most of them are leaders of their projects. Right? And then there's Franz Haschelsteiner on piano, but he also plays accordion. So sometimes we do shows. Originally, we had two accordions. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody would ask you why you would have two accordions <laughs> in a band. <laughs> well, in Vienna, there's, there's an accordion orchestra here. I think it's 20-something accordions wow. that play together. Right, yeah. Um, but it was never my idea. It was just we had Peter in the band, and then Peter couldn't make some of the sessions, and somebody suggested France, and France showed up and played some of the sessions. Then one day, both of them oh. showed up. It's kind of like having two girlfriends, and they both show up on the same date. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was going to work, if they were going to get along, if there was going to be some sort of problems or something. But they got along tremendously, and these sessions, we would start around 8 o'clock in the evening and sometimes go to about 3, 4, or 5 in the oh, morning. Oh, right? boy, oh, boy. Yeah, and we wouldn't we wouldn't stop. We weren't we weren't entertaining people. We were just playing, and so some, sometimes we'd stop a song in the middle of it and do a different groove on it. Start it again, but we'd never actually stop playing. If you or originals or toilet. covers, originals. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and I would just throw songs out. Just okay, let's try this one, and people would just start getting on it, right? And and if somebody needs to use the toilet or something, then they would just put their instrument down and go use the toilet. The, the rest of us wouldn't stop, right? <laughs> and yeah, it was it was very. It's, and we we mostly had our backs to the audience. It sounds like you're right. describing a marathon. Let's see if we can continue playing nonstop. At least X amount of people on stage still playing <laughs> without yeah, stopping. Yeah. The, the people do that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was it wasn't a planned thing though. It wasn't it wasn't like okay, we don't stop playing. Sure, it sure. Was just, Somebody else would have an idea. We, we, we just wouldn't stop. Mm. Right? There were, everybody was so creative and, and had these ideas, and we start doing something else. And yeah, it was it was very organic that way. Okay, back to the band. Back to the band now. Yes, um, we have uh, Stefan Stony Steiner. Now Stein is a the word, Stein is a stone in German, and so everybody calls him Stony. <laughs> uh, he's on violin. And he's uh, a great a great violinist. He's, he plays in many bands and tours around Europe, and is, is a wonderful musician. Very intuitive. Okay, and then we have um, Joe Schrill on bass guitar. His actual real name is Wolfgang, but he prefers Joe. Hmm. He's on bass, electric bass. And we have Daniel, Daniel Klemmer on drums and percussion. And we have Alex Gantz on electric guitar. And, um, and then sometimes we have Nadia Milfate on cello. And hmm. she's sort of like the eighth member. She's on the album and, and uh, yeah. Cello is always a nice touch. Yeah, it's a beautiful instrument. I went to a, a, a sort of an evening, in, in a private evening in an apartment in Vienna, and it was uh, a friend of mine was going to play piano and do a little concert, and there was about maybe fifteen people there. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big fan of the cello, and but it can be played very badly too, right? Sure. You know, those, those unfretted string instruments, you can be leaning, and so. Uh, the, they started playing and there was Nadia there and she played and played and it was the most beautiful cello mm. playing I had heard and yeah we talked afterwards and then she was on the album and we've done live shows together and yeah I'll tell you Lionel you, you're a good storyteller I'm enjoying this conversation so oh, far it's uh, v- very interesting and, and good to get this kind of background um, I liked that the phrase that you used when you when, when you first started to talk about the people that you've assembled for this band you referred to them as being like-hearted 
And I, I, I didn't miss that. Um, there have been mm-hmm. a handful of episodes of this show since the one I'm about to mention where I have referred listeners back to episode 69 with Victor Wainwright, uh, who is uh, pretty well known in the blues community. And uh, Victor talked about when you're putting a band together, he said, I would rather have people that are just good people that are, a, you know, maybe he's a good guitar player and he's a good bass player and he's a good drummer, as opposed to someone who is the best guitar player or the best bassist or the best drummer, but they're just jerks as people. And yeah, uh, yeah. so I liked that you went out of your way to use the expression like-hearted people. Yeah, that's so important. That's so important to have a good feel because how can you make music if you're not feeling like a brotherhood or a sisterhood with the people you're on stage with? You know, if there's a, so some bands have done it very well with tensions between people in the band, and they've created wonderful music because of the tensions. But I don't, I don't like that. I, I everybody in our band is they, they're you know, open and, and supportive, and it's great. It's 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 like brothers and wonderful That's, thing. It's a, it's a big reason why I came back to Vienna after seven years back in Canada was because of this band. Hmm. That's great. That's great. Uh, I know there's also been points made about, you know, when you have to travel with these people also, um, you know, you, you certainly would hate to be cooped up traveling with, yeah. with someone who is, you know, big, who it doesn't matter now that he's the best guitar player out there. He's sitting next to me and he's getting on he's my last nerve. Yeah. I've been there. I've done that. <laughs> I have blow ups the next morning in the hotel room and somebody in the lobby saying something they shouldn't be saying. And oh, boy. <laughs> everybody gets back in the vehicle and there's big dive in there. Yeah. Yeah. Won't do that anymore. Well, I, I don't see any point. Uh, know. I mentioned in the intro that you were born in Scotland but raised in Canada, and of, and of course mm-hmm. now we know that you're in Austria. You've also lived in Spain, and you even spent a notable yeah. amount of time in the Ukraine. Would it be safe to say, Lionel, that that helps your music stay original sounding? Meaning that you know the fact that you're not rooted in only one place where you might get influenced by the type of music being done around there. If if you just stayed in one place all the time, do you think that? plays a factor into how it's definitely influenced me it's definitely Mm -hmm. you know living in spain definitely changed me personally and and musically and same with i've never lived in ukraine but i've gone there many times and i have good friends there and i played there many times and that experience one of the things i've always enjoyed doing is going somewhere else and playing with local musicians and meeting meeting musicians and and just going with myself and my acoustic guitar and putting to meeting people and putting a band together and doing some jamming and the way their cultural the way they culturally look at their music the way they deal with my songs then changes me I right? like because that. they have they, they have this other way of dealing with it the, the counter melodies they will play and the rhythms they will play with it that just changes me i go oh, oh actually that's really cool now let me see how i can do that too to fit with you right? that's great that's great yeah. And, and I, you know, I also admire your open mindedness because as someone who has been playing for as long as you have, you could say, hey, I'm set in my ways. Nobody's going to teach me anything new here. I, I've, I've got this down. I'm, I'm a veteran. I, you know, I've got it covered. Uh, and, and, and the temptation could be to be to be very closed off by it and kind of turn your nose down at the way someone else is doing something. And you're saying the yeah, exact but- opposite of that. Yeah, but then then you're you're no longer living, are you? You know, your musical life stops then, right? You know, the whole thing about life and music is exploring and and growing and and changing and becoming a a new element of yourself, right? 
You know, it's like that Randy Newman song that he goes, um, uh, I'm dead, but I don't know it. And there's a line that says, uh, I have a new album. It's just like my last, just not as good. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and just just getting to that point of redoing the formula, I think that would just be boring. I'd rather go, I'd rather garden. I'd rather go walking in the mountains or something than do that. Good stuff. Good stuff. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Vienna, Austria, is singer, songwriter, guitar player Lionel Lodge. Check out his official website at www.lionellodge.ca. He is very much on social media, too. On his website, there are links to find Lionel on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Plus, he is on Reverb Nation, too, currently ranked number one in his area on that site. He also has a newsletter sign-up on his website. And, of course, do purchase Lionel's music. It's available on iTunes, Amazon, his website, cdbaby.com, all the usual online music retailers. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nhte.net, as in Now Hear This Entertainment, nhte.net. For every episode of this show, we've got the full audio on nhte.net, plus the guest's photo, a link to their website, and quotes from the guest on each show. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free and it makes it so easy to get the show every week on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or by following on SoundCloud. We are thrilled to be on Google Play Music too. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nhte.net to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and to follow on Twitter and or Instagram. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you very much, and please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. I mentioned just two of them, Christina Godet and Victor Wainwright. As always, many thanks, of course, to those who are not first-time listeners. I very much appreciate your time and your interest and support. And by the way, whether you're going to look for Lionel's music and or other music, books, whatever, go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there so that you can help this show in the process of buying whatever it is that you need from Amazon. Lionel, you are said to have a long history and influence from Radio Caroline in the UK. Talk about that. Yeah. Well, my dad, he was one of the first DJs. He was uh, the uh, program director for Radio Caroline in the mid-60s. Nice. He, he met uh, the owner of it, uh, Ronan O'Reilly, on, uh, before they launched the, the, the Radio Caroline. It was the first pirate radio station in the UK, the first one to sort of do that. Mm. And so when, when I was a kid... We were living in England, and my dad was interviewing the, the Beatles, and I'm seeing the Rolling Stones, and wow. hanging out with the Who, and, wow. and all this sort of stuff. And for me, it was just normal, right? And because he was a DJ, every time somebody would release something, we'd get two weeks before, we get the DJ vinyl with a white uh. label on it, right? And we get, you know, Hendrix, Electric Ladyland, all the Zeppelin. Mm. When Led Zeppelin 1 came out, we got to blow up Led Zeppelin. Oh, we got my like gosh. a silver thing you could blow up. It said Led Zeppelin on it, right? Wow. Right, and so that it, it was always what was going on and what was new. And my dad was a huge music lover. Right? He was a huge music fan. So his he bringing in he introduced me to Bob Dylan and all all kinds of many spectrum of of artists. Right, and so it was, but it was a very normal thing for me. It kind of surprised me when I went over to other friends' houses when I got a little older, and their parents didn't crank up rock and roll (laughs) 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 they they weren't you know playing the newest stuff and yeah but so and radio caroline is um it's still going 
And my brother Tom does a, a, a Sunday evening show on it. Yeah, every Sunday wow. evening at uh, it's at six o'clock. I think your time, six oh, o'clock in the evening. And yeah, he's he's doing it's all a lot of original stuff he's playing, and and so it's it's still going, and it's and uh, it was something that afterwards, you know, as a kid, you didn't really realize it, but afterwards, when I look back, I thought that was really cool. <laughs> all of those things that we got to do, right? I went to the original uh, help the Beatles help movie premiere oh my gosh. in London and the stones were there and the animals were wow. there and the kinks were there. And I wow. knew who they all were, right? I was three years old and I knew who all these people were. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, but, but that's so nice to hear that it's come full circle and that your brother is doing a show on there. That's, that's true. That's terrific. Yeah. Yeah, him and my dad, before my dad died, they were doing the show together. And they did that for quite a few years. Wow. And wow. then my dad was get, getting a little little old, so he passed the whole thing over to my, my brother Tom. And, and they both have the same name. My father's Tom Lodge, so is my brother. So it was a, a nice pairing. Ah, uh, yeah. Nice continuity. Uh, yeah. On, on, a, on a somewhat related note, uh, you have gotten press coverage in places like the Netherlands, England, Germany, the United States. Notice listeners that I'm not even bothering to include Austria or Canada, of course. Plus, I know you get radio airplane too and and again not just in your home country to what do you mm-hmm. attribute all this success that you've had with getting international attention uh i don't really i i i it's a funny thing i don't feel successful at all and i find i, I get curious about it i wonder well why why did they why, like we, we're talking to you guys right like the whole thing to me it's it's always a surprise i don't i don't really know i don't promote myself really wow you know with this with this new album it, it went out I think you guys got on your radio station a notification that that it was released. And but besides that, I don't I don't push myself. I don't and I don't book shows either. It's a funny thing. I get I wait I get invited. <laughs> so I wait until I get invited. I don't I don't call people up and, and in, in August on August twenty eighth I'll be playing at a, a, a Wiener Neustadt City Festival right in the center of the city. Very nice to very nice area, and I'm going to go play that. And that was an invitation, which was a surprise. Mm-hmm. And listeners, when you go to Lionel's website, you'll see some of what I'm talking about, the different press coverage that he's gotten from other countries. And uh, I imagine, Lionel, that, that probably the one of the first things that you ask when you are contacted is, is, how did you hear about me or how did you find me? Am I right? Who, who refers well, you, you know, to that, me? That, that would be smart. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be smart because it would answer a lot of questions for me. Um, but usually I, I, they ask me questions and I answer them. And, and I, I, <laughs> that would, that would, I'm going to start doing that, actually. Yeah, somebody, they're, they're, uh, somebody contacted me recently and said that their company uh, is interested in potentially being a sponsor of the show. And I wrote back and that was the first question I asked was, that's great. How did you find, how'd you find the show? It, you know, it just really piques your curiosity as to uh, obviously there's so many channels nowadays that people can find someone through uh, whether it's mm-hmm. Lionel Lodge or whether it's now, now here this entertainment and uh, yeah, I guess the promoter in me wants days. to know you know what, what is working that, that that people are finding it yeah it's it's amazing these days how easily you can get information out there and share it you know and and I, I have good friends that have uh, large Twitter accounts too <laughs> right? So that they, I don't have a large Twitter account, but I've, I have friends that do, and so they share my posts, and it gets around like that. And it's it's amazing these days because I remember when we used to stuff envelopes and put the put the address on the mm. envelope and send send out our newsletter. 
for wow. the band. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, that ages me. Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is be careful with pinning a tweet or a Facebook post. For openers, you could end up forgetting that it's sitting up there. Perhaps more importantly, if someone sees it and doesn't realize it's a pinned post, if it's up there a while, they might think, wow, this person hasn't posted anything in quite a while. If you insist on doing it, and I'm not saying you shouldn't, set a calendar reminder of when to take it down. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. How about that? Helpful? There are a whole bunch of tips just like that over all the prior episodes of this show to make it easy for the listeners out there who are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers to get the tips in one concise format. There is a Bruce's Bonus Book Volume 1 and a Bruce's Bonus Book Volume 2 for purchase in ebook format, giving you all the tips from episodes 1 to 40 and 41 to 80, respectively. Just go to www.brucesbonusbook.com for online ordering and instant delivery. Speaking of international angles, such as the press coverage and the radio airplay that you've gotten, five weeks ago on episode 128 of the show, Eve Sellis, she's a singer-songwriter from San Diego, California, she talked to me about how something like Brexit was actually impacting her upcoming trip to play shows in Europe because of getting paid in British pounds. I'm curious, mm-hmm. Lionel, has has Brexit affected you in any way? Uh not so far, not personally so far, but I, I'm sure it will. I have a British passport, and so if they do, uh, if they do file Article Fifty, then there's two years for me to get a. a I need a European passport. You see, I can't uh-huh. live in Vienna without a European passport. So, but my mother's French, so I can get a French passport. Amazing, amazing. I, I, I wanted to ask you what what when people when people say. Uh, I don't know what people would say because I'm because th- I'm sitting here listening to you talk the the actual tone of your voice, and I'm thinking mm-hmm. what does he consider himself? And I don't know if people would ask it that way. Maybe they would say, "Where are you from, Lionel?" So what yeah, do you people say? do ask me where where I'm where I'm from? And usually I give them a, a kind of a puzzled look, <laughs> and it's, it's great if they they repeat the question, and then I say from my mother, <laughs> and when they say no, really, I say what. <laughs> I, I don't want to know. If you know something I don't know, I don't want to know. <laughs> and then, then, they, then they get more defined. Well, where, where were you born? Ah, okay, I was born in Scotland. Oh, you're Scottish. No, I'm not. Well, I was only in Scotland for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm not, I, 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 I love the Scottish, but I can't really claim to be. And then I'm Canadian, but I'm not really Canadian. I'm British, but I'm not really British. Right? Hmm. It's, 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 I, I do have a, a, an open view on nations and nationality i do everywhere i've traveled people are the same right people are doing the same thing some people some areas have a better infrastructure than other areas but you know really i don't really see much of a difference so i've never been one to sort of uh, associate myself with a flag or with a nation interesting it's, well and with with all the ground that you've covered uh, I, I think it probably would be hard, you know, for someone to, to pin a label on you and, you know, and hear, oh, you, yeah, Lionel Lodge, yeah, he's the, uh, 
he's the Canadian one. guy. <laughs> he's yeah. the one. Yeah. He's the Austrian so, guy. He's the Canadian guy. He's the, yeah. you know, it's it's uh, and you know when it's you fun. said when you said that your mother has a French passport, it's like okay, here well, we go. Yeah. <laughs> my mother was born in Paris. Right? Wow. And she, her side of the family is from they're Basque. They're from southern France. Mm-hmm. And so, and I have a large family down there. We we recently went visiting, and there was a town. There's like, you know, we have. We have it, Dozens and dozens of cousins down there, and, and big family. So, yeah, so I am also French. Sometimes it's be uh, uh, Scottish or the French do come up in conversations where people aren't speaking so highly of them, and then I have to say, "Watch out, I'm Scottish." <laughs> <laughs> or watch out, I'm French. <laughs> well, but I, but I wonder. Um what what comes to mind for me is back on episode 94 of the show, the, the guest was Barbara Kiss. Uh, she's a singer-songwriter in Budapest, Hungary. And uh-huh. she said that she is, for all intents and purposes, this is my word, not hers, but she is, for all intents and purposes, shunned in Budapest because she does music that the Hungarian people feel is, let's say, American-sounding. And they feel that she should be doing music that sounds more local to to where she's based. Uh, is there such a thing as uh, a, a sound that's that's unique to Vienna? Do do you how, how do you, how do you? Vienna's interesting that way. You know, Vienna Vienna has obviously great classical roots, and there's still a lot of classical composers writing classical music here. It's got great jazz roots, and there's a lot of jazz bands and all kinds of jazz, all kinds of different types of jazz, and then there's a huge country music wow. element here, right? Wow. With country clubs and bands, and they, they dress up like cowboys, and they, wow. they sound really good. There's 50s bands. There's blues, great blues bands here. There's hard rock. There's, you know, British sort of sounding uh, pop rock. There's electronic music. There's dance music. There's, Sounds like a little bit quite, of everything. It's quite incredible here. It's, it's uh, the only thing that they don't really have here is a great support from the music industry. Right. But besides that, they have, they, the musicianship in Vienna, and this is one of the, the true things, is you go down and you, you go to a, a little bar and there's some people playing and the musicianship is great, you know, and they're just playing in a little place, right? And they're, they're, there's so many bands, so many different players. It's, so the, the style of music, I, you know, the one thing that I do like about it is is the, the sort of Eastern European feel that sometimes creeps through with the people mm. I play with mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. melodies they play and sort of that uh, almost sort of gypsy Eastern European. And I, I always uh, always like that, those those different intervals. Well, and it's nice to hear that there is widespread acceptance throughout Vienna for so many different styles that obviously oh, yeah. you, you don't face any, anyone turning their nose down. It, it, it makes me think uh, four weeks ago on episode 128, Tony Clark, he is a singer-songwriter that's based in the UK, and he does country music, and he said you'd be hard-pressed to find any, any country music around there and said you know, he basically just doesn't even gig anymore because there's nowhere to go and play country music. Yeah. So what yeah. a contrast you know, versus what that. you're describing. Yeah, and I've lived in England, and, and there, there were, were you know, localized flavors, and, and same with in Canada. There's, there was what people preferred, and so the bars would only really book that stuff, right? And if you're too much on the outside, Vienna is, you know, like I said, with the country music, there is a network of, of they used to be private clubs, hmm. and now they've licensed them, and they, they're opened up, and they're wow. in cellars under, under buildings, and they fit about 70, 80 people. Wow. And they have great country players there. have got people writing original stuff and full bands, and it's really, 
really a vibrant whole scene going on, right? That's and, great to and hear. You go, yeah, and you go down the road, and it's like this jazz guy is playing in this other cafe. Right? <laughs> very cool. Listeners, uh, in just a minute or so here, I'm going to give out uh, Lionel's online destinations again. I want you to remember when I say it that his website is .ca, which is a nod towards his uh, years spent in Canada. So make sure you're writing it down correctly uh, when I'm giving out his website. I'm not even going to say what it's not. I'm just going to say that it's .ca. Uh, But in the meantime, Lionel, um, I've been mentioning that you are a songwriter, but on your website, you've got a couple short stories. Should should we, should we, uh, no pun intended, should we read into those? Meaning, is there a book in your future? Well, I've written a lot of stories, eh? And when I was younger, I wrote a lot more stories than I do now. I, w- I would really like to, and every now and then I play around with the idea of, of a story and, and, and a book. But eventually, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. Although the, it's, it's in songwriting, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of stories. I'm a big fan in, in the song, in movies, in television shows of the story and how the story unfolds and how it works. And, and so, and writing short stories, it's, you don't just have three and a half minutes, right? And it doesn't have to rhyme. <laughs> so, it's a lot more of an open thing. But, you know, with, with the three and a half minutes, though, you can get, it, it seems, uh, it's harder for me to write a long story. Hmm. That, that's the thing. It's easy to write it in a short form on three and a half minutes. But to write a long story, then I've enjoyed that. But it does take, it really takes the time of being, you know, when I wrote before I was single, and had time on my own. I would just sit and write. Uh, now my life is far more complicated. <laughs> I, I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment Guest Line from Vienna, Austria, is singer, songwriter, guitar player Lionel Lodge. Check out his official website. Here it is, www.lionellodge.ca. As I mentioned before, he is very much on social media, too. On that website, you will find links to Lionel on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Plus, he is on Reverb Nation also, as I mentioned before, currently ranked number one in his area on Reverb Nation. He also has a newsletter sign-up on his website. And, of course, do purchase Lionel's music. It's available on iTunes, Amazon, on LionelLodge.ca, on CDBaby.com, the usual online music retailers. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nhte.net, as in Now Hear This Entertainment, nhte.net. For every episode of this show, we've got the full audio, plus the guest's photo, a link to their website, and quotes from the guest on each show. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free. It makes it very easy to get the show every week on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or by following on SoundCloud. We're thrilled to be on Google Play Music as well. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nhte.net to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and to follow on Twitter and or Instagram. If you are a new listener to the show, thank you, and please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. I mentioned, I believe, four of them so far. Christina Godet, Victor Wainwright, Barbara Kiss, and Tony Clark. As always, many thanks, of course, to those who are not first-time listeners. I very much appreciate your time and your interest and support. And as I mentioned a little earlier, whether you're going to look for Lionel's music and or other music, books, whatever, go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there so that you can help this show in the process of buying whatever it is that you need from Amazon. 
Lionel, three weeks ago on this show, the guest was Tony Michaelidis, who spent mm-hmm. years and years in the UK working with major acts like U2, David Bowie, many others. Wow. He, he talked, of course, of, uh, about how the business has changed over the many, many years that he's been around. And, and as we mentioned before, you two have, have been at this a long time. Even mm-hmm. though you've kept on recording and performing, have the changes in the music industry changed your opinion of the business versus where your opinion was in your early years? Or do you just kind of take an attitude of gratitude, as they say, and just stay in acceptance and roll through it all? Yeah, it, things have tra- changed drastically for sure in, in many, many ways. Uh, some things have gotten a lot easier. Some things have gotten a lot harder. Some things are just impossible now. The industry mm. just doesn't do that anymore. So you can't have that as a goal. You can't think, okay, I'm going to work towards getting one of these because they just don't do it anymore. <laughs> right? And so the, to to survive, you know, it's, it, there's always a bit of a, uh, you have to be smart and there's a bit of a game to trying to survive in the music industry. And yeah, my, my objectives, the things I'm working towards, how I handle an album uh, release and all that has changed a lot. And, you know, it's it's interesting. There's, you know, CD sales are, are all right down, right? There's a, mm-hmm. They're all almost not non-existent, right? And uh, generally across the board. And downloads, you know, now there's Spotify, Okay, now Spotify is paying. People are saying they're paying very well. I, I, I have, you know, but it's interesting to see how it, how it plays. But you know, there's no. It's it's a very different game for sure. Yeah, and, absolutely. And trying to just continue to make the music, and a big part of making music is, you know, you don't want to just have it for yourself, right? You want it to. You want to share it. You want to get it out there. It's it's like songs for me are like children. You hope they have a nice life and people treat them well, right? <laughs> and so you want to be able to trying to figure that out of of how to actually get things out and get get it so it still makes sense to actually finish it, you know. Well, that's a, you've, you've teed this one up nicely for me because I did want to give you an opportunity since there are people, as I mentioned earlier, who are just being introduced to you for the first time, uh, listeners from countries that uh, you and I can only imagine. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead and put on your promotion hat. Uh, for the listeners who are just being introduced to you, uh, why would you tell them that, that they need to go check out your music and, and just basically check out all things Lionel Lodge? Okay, uh... Yeah, my promotion hat. I don't really have a promotion hat. That's the thing. So, but um, our our music, it's it's all you know, it's all organic and original, and it's from the heart, and it's not really your mainstream stuff. You know, I don't really see my, our stuff getting played on any mainstream radio stations, and we don't we don't strive for that. We never record with the idea of trying to have a hit or trying to. We just record with the idea of how this, this song should be. But for people, you know, if you like if you like natural stuff, if you like listening to real music, and if you like uh, real players, and you know, the, my band is amazing. You have to you have to hear it just for that. Just just the the opening song and the album, all she wants. The whole band playing together, including Nadia on cello. For me, it's just an amazing sound. And if you're you're curious about new sounds, we we have it's sort of a mixture of 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 sort of a Canadian Americana thing and Eastern European Celtic mix up, right? And it's, 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 yeah, if you're looking for something new that you probably haven't heard before, people ask me to categorize my music and I don't know how to do that. I don't know <laughs> really what type of music I play. 
right? Because each song is, is like the opening song that's a rock song, but then the, the song we're going to play at the end is a very sort of soulful country song. And there's Celtic stuff and there's, yeah. All but I like the way bits. you've handled this whole question because one thing that you did not give in your answer was the name of another band. So you didn't give the standard, well, if you like so-and-so, you'll like our music. Uh, I think yeah. people should listen to us, Bruce, because we sound a lot like so-and-so. And that's great because to me, that tells me that you are being 100% genuine when you say we have a very original sound. Yeah, I I don't know who we sound like. <laughs> some some people, you know, some songs, you know, like the the opening song. Some somebody said it sounds a little like the the guitar sound like the Rolling Stones a bit, right? And it's got that sort of thing to it. Yeah, a bit like that. But we don't sound like the Rolling Stones. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's we we and some people say that some songs the way I sing them sounds a bit like Tom Waits and that. But we we don't sound like Tom Waits's band. We don't sound anything. You know, there's sort of elements that people can connect with. Some people. Talk Tell me I sound a bit like Neil Young when I sing, which really, I, I don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so the elements like that, when people tell me that I sound like somebody else and I don't really get it, that just confuses me. So I don't really know what I sound like. In <laughs> uh, an interesting bit of trivia, the uh, actually the day that this episode of this show is being released, never mind the week that's being released, but uh, you're actually, we, we keep establishing this pattern of you being a world traveler. You're off to Croatia the day that this episode comes out. That trip yeah. is for personal, it's for music, it's for both. What, what, what is that all about? It, it's, it's actually just personal. It's a personal trip down to Croatia with my lovely wife, Karen, and it's her birthday. When we're going to be there for her birthday, and we're going to we, we go down to Croatia quite a bit. We went for our honeymoon down there, and we can drive from here. It takes between seven and ten hours, depending on where we're going, to drive down there. And then we're at the Mediterranean on an island. Wow! And looking at the Mediterranean, it's beautiful. And we're we're, we're in a cabin there, and we got all, we have our car with all, everything we need with us, and uh, you, know, you don't have to stuff things into a little suitcase and hope you don't forget anything. We just bring everything. Okay, but I'm going <laughs> to ask you though does does the guitar come along or does it oh, get yeah. left behind? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the guitar the guitar comes along. Uh, my acoustic guitar I've had for a long time, and it's uh, it, it, she is kind of my first wife. <laughs> no, my my. my my, my my wife, my real wife, is sitting in the room with me, and so I, I said that apprehensively. So I hope <laughs> it is sort of she is sort of my first wife, and uh, there is a bit of a relationship that if I do leave her behind, I feel that she just gets she's not happy when I come back, and she doesn't play very well, and, and she, she forgets the chords. And, and she, <clears throat> yeah, so it's good to bring her along, also. You never know, right? That's right. That's right. You never know when I'm going to want to wake up from a dream or, or have an idea, and there it is, right? And without the guitar, then I'm gone. I should have brought my guitar, you know. Well, I there, I should have brought there my you guitar. go. You, you just set me up perfectly again with, with the dream reference because we're going to close the show now uh, with the song of yours that's called Human Heart. You did talk earlier in this interview about the dream and about how it came to you. Mm-hmm. But before we let you go, Lionel, uh, this is your chance. Anything else that you would like to tell the listeners about this song? Okay, well, as far as you were asking me earlier with, about bands, okay, and on this album, there's a couple of players from Canada that I recorded with on my previous album. And so on this, on this song, there is Jeffy B from London, Ontario, and he plays electric guitar. And there's uh, Rebecca uh, McDuff, also from London, Ontario, and she's doing these wonderful backing vocals on, on it. She's, she's the backing vocalist. 
Outstanding. Well, Liz, Lionel, I've really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you so much again for making the time tonight to, to speak with me. Oh, you're very welcome. It's been a pleasure for sure. Anytime. Anytime. Listeners, that will do it for this week's episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to singer, songwriter, guitar player, Lionel Lodge. Do check out his website. It's www.lionellodge.ca and then engage with him on social media. So that means like his Facebook page, follow him on Twitter, subscribe to his YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. Remember that he is also on Reverb Nation. For that matter, tell him you heard him and his music on Now Hear This Entertainment. And of course, do purchase his music. It's available on lionellodge.ca, as well as on iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, and other online retailers. Don't forget to visit www.nhte.net and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. That's it, just one field to complete. And of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio too, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That really does help the show a lot. If you are listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and repost is how you share episodes on there. And you can also follow on SoundCloud. Let's get your feedback on the show too. Post your comments or questions on the Now Hear This Facebook page. There are links to it and Twitter and even the Now Hear This official YouTube channel on nhte.net. Plus, there's a link there to this show on Instagram. Or send us an email. The email address is on the contact page of nhte.net. We have been recording this show at the great facilities at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out online on their website at www.cbpro.net. That's CB as in crystal blue. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Lionel Lodge. This is the one he just talked about. It's called Human Heart.
seem quite human as they watch from afar. But it's all through being human that we know who we are. Back home.